Hail and welcome to A is for Agrimony, coffee-stained notes on witchcraft. I am Margot, and if you were just with me, then you just listened to my slightly ridiculous episode uh, about the winter blues, or seasonal affective disorder, and how witches, magical practitioners, and spiritual folks can deal outside of conventional or professional uh, mental health modes of treatment or coping. That was really hard and long for me to get out. I don't know why. My brain's not working that great. What's happening here? What's happening here? Anyway, so this is the second episode getting dropped in the same day because unfortunately I had to postpone last week's episode. Uh, had some technical difficulties which led to me ultimately giving up. <laughs> so you're getting two episodes dropped today. This is episode 47, the second of the two, and we are back to Fortune and Flora. We are talking about the Judgment card, which is the second to last card in the Major Arcana. And we'll also be talking about a very uh, interesting resin that I decided to pair with the Judgment card, Asafoetida. So the Judgment card, a card of awakening, renewal, personal evolution, reckoning, or a significant decision. It signifies a period of reflection, self-evaluation, and embracing a new phase in life. It suggests that it's time to take all the lessons that we've learned, let go of what no longer serves us, make amends with the past, and embrace a transformation or a fresh start. Uh, the card often symbolizes a call to action, seeking inner truth and finding spiritual rebirth after a period of introspection. But again, we must ask the question as we journey almost to the end of the fool's journey <laughs> in the major arcana, that is, how did we get here? Well, let's revisit the sun card. The sun card represents a sense of radiant joy, success, clarity, and vitality. It symbolizes a period of enlightenment, happiness, and achievement. The fool has experienced a phase of pure contentment, self-assurance, and a feeling of being in alignment with their true self. It's a moment of pure illumination and optimism. Now, as the journey progresses from the sun to the judgment card, the fool encounters a pivotal moment of reflection and awakening. The judgment card represents a spiritual awakening or a call to a higher purpose. It signifies a phase where the fool reflects on their past actions, experiences a deep introspection, and assesses their life's journey thus far. It is truth and consequence. The transition suggests that after basking in the joy and clarity represented by the sun, the fool undergoes a profound inner transformation. They feel a calling to reevaluate their life, make amends if necessary, or even shed or expel the things that are no longer needed, and embrace a new phase of growth and spiritual understanding. It marks a significant shift from sheer happiness to a deeper understanding of oneself and the need for embracing a higher purpose, a personal awakening, or a rebirth. And this is why most depictions of the Judgment card often display an image of a resurrection. Which brings us to imagery and symbolism. Let's explore it. So at the center of the judgment card in the traditional RWS system, there's usually an angel often depicted blowing a trumpet. This is God's messenger, the archangel Gabriel, who represents a divine calling, resurrection, awakening, and a higher spiritual message. 
In their foreground, there are often figures rising from their graves or tombs. They are the dead being called up to have their life's actions weighed and their fates decided. Will they go to heaven or will they go to hell? And in some interpretations, they are being resurrected back to life, having rested and now ready for a rebirth, a renewal, or a fresh start. In the background, we see a massive mountain range. Mountains in the tarot are known to often represent challenges, obstacles, or higher consciousness. In this case, they serve to explain that there is no avoiding the current situation. Judgment is here, whether we like it or not. The scene in its entirety is reminiscent of the Christian concept of Judgment Day, where the dead rise to face their judgment. It signifies a time of reflection, self-evaluation, and accountability for past actions. Many versions of the tarot have dispensed with Christian mythology and iconography. You may see a white bird rising before a flock of smaller, more shadowy birds, a serpent emerging from its newly shed skin, a phoenix rising from its own ashes, or even a witch rising out of a fiery cauldron of wisdom. And finally, back to the traditional depiction of the resurrection scene, the figures rising from their tombs are often shown in various states of undress, symbolizing the shedding of old beliefs, behaviors, or limitations. And they also appear to be fully receptive to this call, indicating a willingness to embrace the change or the transformation that is coming. All of this imagery and symbolism points to themes of awakening, renewal, rebirth, and a calling to a higher purpose. It represents a crucial moment in the fool's journey, one of reflection, evaluation, and an imperative phase of transition and transformation as they near the end of this phase in the Major Arcana. So Judgment is the 20th card in the Major Arcana. In numerology, the number 20 is a combination of the energies and attributes of the numbers 2 and 0. So number 2 represents harmony, balance, partnerships, relationships, cooperation, duality, diplomacy, sensitivity, intuition, and receptivity. It represents the idea of unity, togetherness, and a need for companionship or cooperation. Whereas the number zero represents potential, wholeness, eternity, the beginning point, and infinite possibilities. It amplifies the energies of the numbers that it appears with, emphasizing their significance. So we see the number 20 carries the combined vibrations of two and zero. It resonates with the qualities of diplomacy, partnership, balance, sensitivity, intuition, and potential. It signifies the importance of partnerships and relationships in achieving balance and harmony. It suggests that cooperation, understanding, and diplomacy might be essential in various aspects of life. And the presence of zero magnifies the characteristics of the number two, emphasizing the importance of intuition, balance, again balance, always balance, and cooperation in relationships and partnerships. In some interpretations, the number 20 can symbolize the beginning of a spiritual journey or a phase of development that involves finding balance, trusting intuition, and seeking harmony in various areas of life. Remember, in numerology, numbers can have different meanings and significance based on context and individual interpretations, so it's essential to consider various aspects when delving into numerological meanings. So the judgment card is also ruled by the planet Pluto, and the element of fire. 
In astrology, Pluto is a significant and influential planet that represents transformation, power, intensity, regeneration, and rebirth. It's associated with profound changes, hidden truths, and the uncovering of deeply buried aspects of the self or society. Its name was given to the Roman god of the underworld, whose Greek equivalent is Hades. And some other key characteristics of Pluto include the process of death and rebirth, symbolizing the shedding of old structures to make way for new ones. Power dynamics, control and manipulation or power struggles, power imbalances and issues surrounding control, both on a personal and a societal level. Deep psychological realms, the subconscious mind and hidden aspects of life. It influences one's ability to delve into the depths of the psyche revealing hidden motivations, desires, and fears. And it can relate to desires, ambitions, and a need for control, leading to a sense of obsession or single-mindedness. Pluto's influence can also lead to deep psychological healing by bringing buried issues to the surface, encouraging individuals to confront and resolve unresolved matters from the past. And then also collective transformation. And this is a big one. You may be familiar with the concept of the Pluto return. On a broader scale, Pluto's influence extends to societal transformation, upheavals, and shifts in power structures. It can bring about revolutions, societal reforms, and significant changes in collective consciousness. And finally, the ability to rise from the ashes, embrace transformation, and undergo a metamorphosis that leads to personal evolution and growth. So the fire element is associated with energy, passion, willpower, and desire, courage, confidence, and assertiveness, initiative, and leadership. Fire signs tend to take the initiative, inspire others, and lead with charisma and enthusiasm. Fire signs also tend to be independent and assertive, valuing personal freedom and autonomy. They pursue their goals with determination, and they don't easily yield to external pressures. Fire is also associated with temperament and intensity, creativity and expression. Individuals influenced by fire often possess a creative and expressive nature. They channel their energy into various forms of self-expression, whether through art, movement, communication, or innovation. Fire embodies warmth, enthusiasm, and vitality. It radiates a contagious energy that attracts and inspires others. And purification, as fire burns, but also cleanses. So when all is said and done, imagery, symbolism, and correspondences point to what the judgment card represents when it turns up in a tarot card reading that it represents a powerful and transformative moment in a person's life or a specific journey. And it can also signify the following key themes and messages. Rebirth and awakening. The judgment card heralds a period of spiritual awakening, renewal, and transformation. It indicates a crucial moment of personal introspection where individuals are called upon to review their past actions, behaviors, and choices. It could be self-reflection and evaluation, encouraging deep self-reflection and introspection, urging individuals to assess their life purpose, values, and the direction in which they are headed. It's a time for honest self-evaluation and seeking inner truth, 
could be resurrection and redemption. Judgment often symbolizes a second chance or a fresh start after a period of stagnation or difficulty. It suggests that individuals have the opportunity to leave the past behind, make amends if needed, and embrace a new phase with clarity and purpose. Say this card came up in a relationship reading. I would think that it was saying that things cannot go on the way that they have. It's time to make a fresh start. It's time to forgive past offenses. It's time to drop things that are just hurting the relationship and let them go and move forward new. Otherwise, it's not going to work. It's time to use scrutiny and not just for your partner, but for yourself and your past actions. It's time to let things go and move forward clean, which leads to this judgment and accountability. The judgment card doesn't necessarily imply judgment from external sources, but rather a personal assessment and taking responsibility for one's choices. Transformation and decision-making. This is a pivotal moment where significant decisions need to be made. It encourages individuals to let go of old patterns or beliefs that no longer serve them, embrace change, and make choices that are aligned with their higher self. It is the time to do this. And that leads to healing and liberation. Healing and liberation can be from past burdens, regrets, or even guilt. This card may be suggesting the potential for emotional healing, forgiveness, and moving forward with a sense of freedom and acceptance. It could also be, finally, a divine calling or purpose. Judgment can indicate a calling or a higher purpose encouraging individuals to listen to their inner voice, follow their passions, and align with their true calling in life. Ultimately, the judgment card says it's time to shit or get off the pot. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. The judgment card represents a moment of significant transition and personal evolution, which invites individuals to embrace change, trust their inner wisdom, and embark on a journey of self-discovery and growth. It's a reminder that through self-awareness, acceptance, and conscious choices, one can experience profound transformation and fulfillment on a specific journey for a specific project, on a specific venture, or in life itself. In a sense, it is a, a purification of what is not needed so one can go forward with just what's been learned and what is needed. Which brings us now to our plant, or rather, it's a resin, an extremely pungent, downright odiferous resin. Asafoetida, or Ferula asafoetida, goes by many folk names, including Devil's Dung and Food of the Gods, calling up two very different visions. Asafoetida is the dried latex exuded from the rhizome or taproot of several species of ferula, which are perennial herbs from the carrot family. It's produced in Iran, Afghanistan, Central Asia, Northern South Asia, and Northwest China. Different regions have different botanical sources, however. Asafoetida has a pungent smell, as reflected in its name, lending it another common folk name, stinking gum. But the odor dissipates upon cooking, however, and it can be found in many delicious Indian dishes, where it delivers a smooth flavor reminiscent of leeks or other onion relatives. And it also acts as a digestive aid. 
The resin has a long history of use in traditional medicinal systems like Ayurveda, traditional Chinese medicine, and Persian medicine. And historically, it's been used as a digestive aid, believed to help alleviate digestive issues such as gas, bloating, and indigestion. Its carminative properties may help in relieving stomach discomfort and improving digestion. It's been used as an antispasmodic, used to ease intestinal spasms and discomfort associated with conditions like irritable bowel syndrome. For respiratory conditions like asthma, bronchitis, and whooping cough, as an anti-inflammatory, since asafoetida was applied topically in some cultures to reduce pain and inflammation caused by injuries or rheumatic conditions. Uh, as a way to target infections and parasites, since studies suggest that asafoetida possesses antimicrobial properties against certain bacteria and fungi. Uh, for menstrual disorders or irregularities. And finally, as an aphrodisiac to enhance the libido. Today, asafoetida is still used in herbal medicine, and some of its traditional applications are also being studied for their potential health benefits. It's available in various forms, such as a powder or a resin, and is used as a seasoning in cooking, especially in Indian cuisine, one of my favorites. And while asafoetida has a history of medicinal use, I gotta say it, it's crucial to note that scientific evidence supporting all of its traditional uses is still limited. Before using asafoetida for medicinal purposes, it's advisable to consult a healthcare professional, especially if considering it as a treatment for specific health conditions. Additionally, some people may have allergies or sensitivities to asafoetida, so caution is advised when using it for medicinal purposes. So, some folkloric beliefs surrounding asafoetida include protection against evil spirits. In some cultures, asafoetida was believed to ward off evil spirits demons, and negative energies. It was used in rituals or burned to purify spaces and protect against malevolent forces. In India, it was sometimes burned in households or around a person to ward off evil. And also in folk remedies, some of which I've listed. Uh, in many folk remedies, asafoetida was believed to have mystical properties as well, not just for physical healing, but also for spiritual well-being. It was used in traditional healing practices and passed down through generations. So now, in modern witchcraft and various magical practices, asafoetida holds significance for its metaphysical properties, and it's used in various ways. These include protection spells, thanks to its ability to ward off negative energies, evil spirits, and malevolent forces. Some practitioners use it as an incense in sachets, or in protective charms to create a shield of protection around themselves or their spaces. For banishing and cleansing, similar to historic beliefs, modern practitioners use asafoetida for banishing rituals and to remove unwanted influences. It is employed in rituals aimed at cleansing spaces, breaking hexes, or dispelling negativity. In many traditions, it is believed to serve as a hard reset able to strip a place or a home of any and all magical workings or influences, including previous protective workings. So for this reason, it is sometimes seen as a last resort, but also a guarantee to completely and fully cleanse and clear a space. Purification, of course. Asafoetida is considered 
highly purifying, and is used in rituals to cleanse the energy of a space or an individual, helping to remove stagnant or negative energies. Spiritual healing. Some practitioners use asafoetida in rituals or spells aimed at helping to release emotional blockages, cleanse the spirit, and promote emotional well-being. Also, enhancing spells. Asafoetida is sometimes included in spells or rituals to enhance the effectiveness of other magical workings. It is believed to amplify the intentions set forth in spells, particularly those related to protection, banishing, or purification. Spiritual connection. There are some practitioners who believe that Asafoetida aids in connecting with the spiritual realms or guides. It's been used in rituals aimed at enhancing psychic abilities, divination practices, or meditation to deepen spiritual connections. And all of these key properties paired with it being ruled by the fire element is the reason why I ultimately decided to pair it with the judgment card. Both Asafoetida and the judgment card signify transformation and renewal. Asafoetida, with its purifying and cleansing properties, is able to facilitate a transformative process by removing negativity or unwanted influences. Similarly, the judgment card represents a moment of awakening and renewal, encouraging personal transformation and leaving behind the old to embrace a new phase in life. Asafoetida is used in magical practices for protection, warding off negative energies, and banishing malevolent forces. Likewise, the judgment card implies a judgment or a reckoning where negative energies, past mistakes, or burdens are evaluated and released, paving the way for a fresh start and protective energies. And both Asafoetida and the judgment card are associated with purification and cleansing, of course. As well as spiritual awakening and evolution and release and new beginnings, Asafoetida is employed to release or banish unwanted energies, setting the stage for new beginnings. Similarly, the judgment card indicates the release of past burdens, leading to a fresh start and a renewed perspective on life's journey. While these connections between the magical properties of Asafoetida and the themes of the judgment card in tarot exist, it is important to note that interpretations and associations will ultimately vary among practitioners and traditions. Both Asafoetida's magical uses and the symbolism of tarot cards can hold personal and cultural significance, contributing to the ways they are employed in spiritual practices and divination. And it's important to note that the use of Asafoetida in witchcraft and magical practices may vary among individuals and traditions. The ways in which it is utilized depend on personal beliefs, intentions, and the specific practices within a practitioner's spiritual path. As with any magical tool or ingredient, it's essential to respect its properties, use it responsibly, and conduct any magical workings with intention and, of course, mindfulness. I think I, uh, I, I went on. I went full speed ahead with my with my. Um, I'm trying to think of a way to say that I was talking fast. Wow. Wow. Okay. Apologies. Um, <laughs> I'm going to sound off now. That is all that I have for you today. So please be well and have yourself an amazing weekend. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of A is for Agrimony, coffee-stained notes on witchcraft. If you like what you've been hearing, please drop me a review wherever you're listening. If you'd like some more content, please go to aisforagrimony.com, where you can find my blog, episode archive, spells and rituals, the living grimoire, and soon to come, the coven shop. You can follow me on Instagram at a underscore is underscore for underscore agrimony. That's an underscore in between each word over on threads under the same exact handle, or you can like my Facebook page at facebook.com slash A is for agrimony. Want to contact me? Shoot an email to reachmargo at A is for agrimony.com. And if you're interested in some exclusive bonus content, you can join the community over on Patreon at patreon.com slash A is for Agrimony, where I share early release unedited video format episodes, weekly collective card readings, monthly spells, occasional bonus content, and more to come. Again, thank you for listening, be well, and have an amazing weekend.